Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to Virtual Strangers 86. I'm your host, West. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, did you have a good holiday, man? Uh, I did, actually. It was pretty pretty laid back. Didn't really do anything. Uh, sister was too afraid to do Thanksgiving, and that's usually who I hang out with. So I had a turkey sandwich, bro. But, you know, I started to think about this, you know, because at what point did it become about, like, what you're eating and... uh you know, like it doesn't really matter what you eat it's spending time with family which i also didn't get to do but um i'm alive i'm healthy and uh i'm here so i'm happy yeah uh my, my dad uh came in and visited so we did have some family we, we didn't go all out like we normally do because uh, uh other family members are in poor health and they're uh exercising extra caution this year um, but, uh, it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. It seemed a lot less hectic, uh, because, uh, we didn't have to run around and, and visit this one and that one. And we could just kind of stay home and chill out and, uh, play VR. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to stay home and chill out. I agree. That's kind of how I feel. So, um, and then you add uh, VR to the mix and it's a good mix. Uh, VR Spry guy says X-Wing to get today, Wes. Uh, I think it's a tie fighter but i'm not sure it might be an x-wing it kind of looks think if it were the x-wing i would see like the uh the the back of the the fighter uh behind me with the r2 and the whole deal right yeah but i don't think you have the windows on the side of the the tie fighters because that's the thing that's what blew me away when i went into the the x-wing for the first time was being able to see through those windows and in a dogfight that actually helps when you're able to see that somebody banked this way and you can look out the window and kind of try to follow them. Um, that's the difference of VR, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about squadrons. I, I think I'm about to hop back into it, Roots. I'm feeling like it's time. Yeah, I'll tell you what I felt like. I went in after I saw the um, the notes. I guess I might as well switch the scene. After I saw the notes um, for Squadrons, I thought the same thing, man. I need to go back in there. And you know what I realized, Wes? I realized I suck at the HOTUS, man. Uh, my first <laughs> hurrah was like, awe. But, man, it is, it's difficult to line shit up, man. I'm sure, like, OVGs would be like, Roots, come on, man. But for me, it was, it's, uh, it's a whole different skill level of, um, of flying. And it's uh, really fun but man it is is difficult because i did plug the hodus in and i found out Wes, that the uh my my fears of how difficult plugging in the hodus were completely not founded man i plugged it in and it and it worked bro like it was easy so so friction free until you got it plugged in and then uh, another level yeah well and i got to thinking about you know a couple things Wes. one um <laughs> i keep going back all over the place do i need the hodus i enjoy it but do i need it and then too, I, I thought about you and I thought about you playing this game and the simplicity of using the controller you, you've used your entire life and how amazing that must feel. So I'm going to go back in and I'm going to try to play a little bit with the controller as well and see if I actually enjoy it a little bit more. I don't think I will, but uh, you know, I got to figure these things out, Wes, because uh, things are changing quickly and especially in, in Roots' mind, things are flip-flopping all over the place. So I got to figure out where I stand on the HOTUS and solidify my decision because i guarantee i could sell this 80 dollar hodus for 120 um and then maybe i could get another one down the road i could warthog it up uh with overgees i don't know now uh, see that's uh i think you should do it just based on what you just said alone uh you know you can power up level up by uh by making profit and i'm always about doing that yeah 
absolutely for sure but uh, you know i haven't tried playing this uh this title on the uh pc yet i've only played it on playstation uh does it support motion controls or is it just gamepad or hodas i believe it's gamepad if i'm not mistaken um but uh and that's kind of the thing is i would like to use the any uh, even just using the the touch controllers as an emulated gamepad i don't know why that's not standard i don't know why in 2020 you have to plug an xbox controller into your controller ever like if you bring those two controllers in it's it's a gamepad controller and it's able to be emulated and uh, i've played many games some people there's a disconnect when they separate their hands they suddenly forget how to use a gamepad but my mind still works it's like oh shit this is the same shit except for my hands are separate there's really no difference in my opinion so yeah yeah well um you know what you're saying there about the, the hodas and and the friction uh it, it's real for sure i was going through some of the uh the patch notes and for those of you who don't know update 3.0 released this past week uh which adds a new multiplayer map but it also includes a host of tweaks some of them specifically for vr uh and one of the things i read roots is that update 3.0 adds support for devices with up to 128 buttons and i read that and i just thought to myself who in the hell needs 128 buttons for any game, uh, especially this one? I guess if you're doing Flight Simulator and you literally are one of those people that is flipping on every single switch, I don't know. I, my thing is, is that that was the biggest friction I had, Wes, because it's been so long since I've used the HOTUS, at least a few months. Um, when I, I started back at the beginning, I just said, fuck it, I'm just going to start the game over because uh, I don't remember much about it. I want to see if the skybox makes a difference. Everybody was freaking out about it in the Discord. Really didn't matter to me. It did look a little bit sharper. Um, but uh I don't know. It just uh, overall it felt um it felt it felt the same, I guess. I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Where was I going with that, Wes? It went right out my head. Uh you were talking about the uh, I don't know where you were going. I know <laughs> where you ended up was on the skybox and uh developer EA Motive has increased the resolution, of course of those skyboxes, which uh, says here should hopefully offer a noticeable difference to the game's visuals. And there's also an option on PC to adjust the VR resolution scaling. Um, quote, players using high resolution headsets, such as the Valve Index, should be able to enjoy higher frame rates without requiring the most powerful GPUs. So uh, there should have been a noticeable difference uh, according to the developer uh but then again that, that it does require some tweaking in the settings so if you didn't go there uh it might not have been as noticeable for you no i didn't change any of the settings in game um i mean i think i adjusted the slider to where i could because i tried 1.5 on the uh, oculus tool tray or the one that's in the oculus um software and there was no way i was running this game at 1.5 it is another reason where I think of you every time, Wes. Every time I try to crank it up too far and then I have to scale it back, I'm like, nah, Wes is just fucking cranking it. And then you're probably thinking, man, I wish I could crank it a little bit more with this 3080. Well, that's the thing, man. I, pretty much since I upgraded to the 3080, I also upgraded to the G2. And, uh, I mean, there's been more of me having to screw with it and tweak mm. settings 
it is an unlimited power with the 3080. Uh, it's certainly finite, especially when you're pushing 2K pixels per eye. Yeah, that's that's very very true. And I was reading up on that actually, and they were talking about a lot of the. Um, I guess we kind of take take for granted that the display. That's one of the things I forget with the Quest too. Is I it's a better display, so it's not going to be super sampled as much as the Rift S. But part of me, I'm going to lie. I'd be lying if part of me didn't miss the Display Port because I think there is. Uh, I was reading that you know just the the link in itself is going to make it run a lot more um, uh, intensive on your video card, and that's where I think you would see the most being able to crank your Oculus thing all the way to the right and not have to to worry about that. Uh, of course, in Steam and all those settings, but I don't know. I don't know how much that sounds like a nightmare to me. Um, having to figure all that out but once you do um that's that's pretty much set so yeah um the, the jury's still out on this man it, i'll take a day that i that i'll feel good about switching to the g2 and then uh, i'll the, the next day i'll i'll be questioning in it questioning it uh because i mean there for a good i don't know however long the, the quest 2's been out this whole time, it's there hasn't been very much having to uh, tweak anything. It's been pretty frictionless for the most part, even before I had the uh, the new graphics card. And uh, now it seems like a good percentage of my time is always spent adjusting things. And I, you know, as realistic and beautiful as the new headset is, and trust me, it's beautiful. Uh, you know, sometimes I do kind of miss just being able to put the headset on and play. Yeah, well, you still got that world too. You can always switch over to the Quest Two and and uh, just plug it in, um, assuming you're not having to switch things around. Have you been doing much of the Quest Two? Probably not. I've been uh, G Two in it, right? Uh, no, I haven't been doing a whole lot of the Quest Two. Not not in like PC mode. Like I have played some standalone stuff in it, but not uh, tethered to the PC. I do plan on getting into it tonight. Uh, one of the titles that I plan on talking about tomorrow on the Monday show, uh, not the best performance. Uh, and it's unfortunate because it's a really awesome looking game. Uh, and you know, coming out of this game, I mean, it was such terrible performance. I was just like, you know, I got to get rid of this headset and then reading up on, uh, some other reviews of the, the title I was in, uh, some other people were saying that it, didn't perform so well in their headset either. So I'm thinking now it may be more of a title issue than a headset issue. So uh, we're going to go back in and start from scratch in the uh, quest and see if it gets any better. Yeah, I read the same stuff. So I'll be interested to, to see what you, uh, what you see. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Star Wars Squadrons update 3.0. Uh, there's also improved support for next generation consoles, uh, including, quote, improved visual quality and lighting on PlayStation 5. So uh, I, we don't know yet, Roots, if uh, if this is going to extend to PlayStation VR, but uh, apparently the, uh, the update specifically uh, has been tailored to make use of some of the power and features of the new consoles. Okay. Onakaze, I got to throw this out there right there to Wes. Uh, he wants to know if Lies Beneath is on sale for 20 bucks. Is it a must buy at that price? I thought it was a must buy at the original price uh, for 20 bucks. Absolutely. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of the titles we're going to get to in uh, free, uh, free stuff and killer deals at the end of the show. And just a little programming note. Uh, there's so many great killer deals this week that I actually was going to make it the Monday show topic tomorrow because <laughs> there's enough stuff to do a whole show on. But looking at the sale dates, uh, many of the, the uh, or most even, of the sales are going to end tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow being the last day for them, that is. Uh, so it really doesn't make much sense for us to come on late tomorrow night and, and talk about it. So uh, in lieu of that, uh, we're going to kind of just blow through the news segments here today so that we can talk about some of these games that are on sale because Roots, uh, literally every game almost uh, is on sale this week somewhere. It seems like it. Would you believe that I pulled a scene for every game? No, I'm just kidding. I looked no, at that I list. Not, I, that's what I was thinking <laughs> when I was writing all that down. It took me nearly two hours to compile that list wow. going through all the sales. And, uh, I was thinking to myself, there's no way, there's no way roots does a trailer for every title I put here. Now I looked at the list and I said, eh, about four or five per category, which should do it <laughs> because, uh, you know, I, you know, I should take a, uh, a note from Anthony's show VR 365 cause he'll throw out, he doesn't, it just, just throws a trailer up there just so something's playing. It doesn't always have to be what you're talking about, bro. At least that's what I keep throwing through my head anyway. So. Yeah, Anthony changing the format, changing the format up. I don't know if you've been watching him, but uh, he's not doing, uh, not going to be doing the, the, the regular podcast format anymore, but rather doing some specialized content uh, from this point forward. He just started a new series uh, yesterday or the day before. And uh, get this, how's this for an idea for a show, Roots? Okay. Um, it's dedicated to highlighting the games on Viport Infinity. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should try that. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty, pretty solid idea, huh? That's actually a really good idea, and I saw that. I saw that he was doing that. Um, didn't get a chance to check it out yet, but I thought it was a really good idea because um, I feel like sometimes we're the only show that's like telling people, hey, dude, look at this amazing deal. Look at all the games out there. Hopefully, um, he will make it to the to the true gems like Torn Off Low and Taco Face, you know, because that's where the the gems of Viveport are. Yeah, it, it's endless, dude, and it is a great idea because I, I mean, think about how big the uh, the Infinity Library is. It's almost nine hundred titles. I mean, the, you could do a good couple of years of content out of that, right? If you're going weekly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You drag that out forever. Um, Factory Life says, uh, thanks for playing with my, um, pop one games with my son. I didn't know that I was, I'm trying to figure out who your son is. Um, I play, I played a lot of, um, with some, some kids the other day and that actually, uh, it's really good, Wes. You know, I think people forget how to deal with people that aren't the same as you. And the best way to do that is to deal with kids. And, uh, um, I, it brought my inner father back out. So I like it. Yeah. I was watching, um, uh... Gamertag uh, the other day he was playing pop one with viewers and it was just like man kid after kid after kid after kid like most of what i watched was just little kids playing with him yeah there's a lot of kids in there Wes. there's a lot of people in there you know how many times because i ask people you know if they're liking the game still or or you know just talking to them and and so many people the last time i played uh was their first game 
So the, the influx of people coming in is just phenomenal. There's still people pouring in. And uh, I think it's a really good sign for this particular title that uh, we somehow strayed away from Star Wars on. Yeah, man, it's a good sign. You know, I, I've mentioned it, and I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent here, but I always check the uh, stock of Oculus Quest when I go to Walmart. The thing's been sold out uh, for probably close to a month. They'll, they'll get one, but the next day it's gone. And then uh, I, I uh, Newegg had a, had a deal on them this past weekend where they were giving back a gift card, like a $15 gift card if you bought the 64-gigabyte version, $20 gift card if you bought the uh, 256 and that didn't last no time at all. It's sold out now as well. That's crazy, huh? Well, I'll tell you what, man. That's a good thing. Uh, there's so many headsets. We had such an influx. Um, I, you know, I'm sure there'll be people that'll be upset with me in the near future, but I hope we get to a point where they're sold out and they can't get them for a little bit. That just kind of builds the hype again, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, Oculus finally relented and allowed all of us who were Quest early adopters to uh, have our copy of Asgard's Wrath. Because as it, as it stood, you know, a good portion of their, um, th their holiday stock was going to get wasted on return swapping, right? Uh, so now, since they're, they're letting us all have the game, uh, that stock's going to stay on the store shelves for people who really want one. You know, I actually talked my dad into... Uh, buying one he hasn't picked it up yet but he's going to oh cool so you're gonna do some uh like fishing and stuff and hanging out and let me that's what's kind of cool yeah. right yeah but that's not how i sold him uh I, I took my uh my lenovo mirage vr camera and loaded some of the footage from last year's Ooh. christmas and thanksgiving onto the headset and that was the first thing i showed him in in the quest 2 was the uh the the 4k uh 3d video of uh of last year's holidays and hmm. it was like 30 seconds and he was just like wow i gotta get one of these and uh that was it yeah dude i wish you could retroactively go back and maybe i wouldn't if i could do this but like i'd love to throw in throw on my headset and go back to like 1982 christmas or something you know what i mean and watch my family and stuff and you know, that's the uh, the the downside of, of the technology where it's at now. You can't go back and, and get those moments back. But you can go forward and create those moments for someone like your dad that did, probably wasn't able to be there for Christmas morning last year. And now he can watch it and feel like he's there. And it's just going to get better every year. So that's I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, one of the best investments I ever made was picking up that VR camera. I've had it for a couple of years now. Uh, and it's pretty much half the half price now as it was before. Uh, it, I bought it. It was probably close to a $300 camera when I bought it. Of course, I got a deal on it. The, being the uh, deal hawk that I am, I got it for around $250. But uh, you can get them from Walmart now for like $120. Yeah, that's cheap, dude. Holy shit. That's a, like a regular camera almost, right? Uh, do they, so what's yeah. the next step up? Like... If you were to spend what you spent a year ago today, what, how much better would that camera be? Uh, the, well, the 2020 cameras haven't come out yet. I actually just looked into this yesterday. The 2020 like newer cameras haven't released yet. 
the 2019 cameras are a little bit of a step up. Uh, there's a, a Fuse XR camera, and there's another one called um, Insta InstaShot Evo or something like that. And uh, the, the, they're a little more expensive. I think the Views is somewhere close to $300 like, like the uh, Lenovo used to be. And then the, uh, the Evo camera is a little bit more than that. Uh, Brandon0135 asked, which camera do I recommend? You know, I like my Lenovo, but those two cameras that I just mentioned actually have uh, 5.7K uh, resolution. Uh, so they have more, um, they have a better, uh, they take a better picture. And um, the, the Evo that I was mentioning, the, mo the more expensive of the two, uh, it has an 18 megapixel sensor and all sorts of uh, features, including image stabilization, which is actually very important when you're doing uh, VR video. So uh, if I had to recommend one and if you had the money to afford it, that's the one I would recommend not having used it. Uh, but if you if you can only uh, afford one hundred and twenty dollars, uh, you know, I absolutely recommend the Lenovo Mirage camera. Uh, they've got it on Amazon as well. Oh, that's a good deal. Well, I'll definitely have to check them out for sure. And uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, it's a way to capture a moment in time. And, and uh, one thing I will mention too, and I know you probably just, you, Brandon, you were thinking, because uh, everybody does thinks 360. Most of these cameras are going to be 180. And I don't even know that there are there three. I know you like the 360 thing. Like when they do a 360 video, it's it's elaborate. Like it's. You know what I mean? Because you're filming every which way, and I'm sure they exist, but they're probably even more expensive, right? Yeah, they, they are. And, you know, you have to be careful because there's a lot of 360 cameras out there. The vast majority of them are not 3D cameras. They just take a, a, a panoramic 360 view and stitch it together. Um, but there are 360 VR cameras that are actually 3D and uh Views, the company I just mentioned, that actually has one that has uh, eight lenses on it. So Ooh. two on each side, and it's like a square thing that you kind of put on oh. a, a tripod. And it actually does pretty well. I'm thinking it's around uh, $600, $700, something like that. That's half a yaw, bro. Um, I'll tell you what, the square sounds cool. I'd like to have a square on there and just slap it on and, and film everything. But let's be honest. Like, I... And that's one of the things that I, I've been odd with. And I even last night when I didn't feel like playing multiplayer or playing any games, I did feel like going into um, to YouTube and looking at some of these 180 and 360 videos. And I'm continually blown away, especially with the, the stuff that's filmed recently, because, you know, obviously that the technology is better. Um, I am a little disheartened that every new video has to shove a mask at person in my face. Uh, but other than that, like, it's, a, it's amazing how good the cameras are and how, like, I'm flying above areas and, like, it's a lot of travel and I'm going to areas of the world that I've never been. And uh, it's so cool to, to just look at these areas um, in an aerial view and, and just feel like you're really almost flying over those areas. And um, I put myself back in that, that new person just going into YouTube for the first time and how blown away they must be. Uh, because that's, that's part of something that my boss was asking me the other day as a non-gamer, what would this do for me? Cause I was telling him about it. And that's something that everybody consumes YouTube or some kind of content, even Netflix or whatever. Somebody was telling me you can somehow pull up Twitch into a one, uh, 180 view. I, I don't know how, but, um, 
So I don't know. That's it's cool. It's a cool time to be alive. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the technology keeps uh, changing quickly. There, there are so many applications for VR right now, even when it comes to the video making, like we were just talking about. Uh, when I got into it, when I first got my camera, there were no video editors for it. So like, uh, you know, what you what you see is what you get, right? You shoot it and there's your video. Uh, I realized yesterday that there are now, uh, soft, there's now software that can edit the VR 180 video format, which means that, I mean, you know, my camera isn't the best in the world, but I can actually make some, uh, some, some content for YouTube now, if I so choose. And honestly, that was the one thing that kept me from, uh, you know, doing an unboxing video from all this new stuff that I've got. I was going to do some 3D unboxings, but I, you know, I thought to myself, if I can't edit it, uh, it's going to suck anyway. So I didn't, uh, mm. I, I didn't do it. Now, come to find out, uh, you actually can edit it now if you have the right uh, software. Ah, cool. Well, that's a good thing to know now for future unboxings, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, let, let's get moving on this uh, on this news here. Uh, I want to. You know, I guess we should probably take a moment here and, and say hello to everyone in chat. We kind of hit the ground running because we got started a little bit late. My apologies for that. My Skype uh, had complete amnesia. Something happened, and uh, it couldn't remember who it was, and I had to... Uh, I don't know, Roots. I signed in with my username and my password, but it didn't have any of my contacts. It didn't have any of my settings. Uh, it didn't show you that I was even online and literally I had to start a call like a group call and, and send you an invitation link to, to even get on the air. So my apologies to everyone uh, that had to wait there at the beginning. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and say hello. Scion, Diz, the game cat and new uh, subscriber, I think. Uh, thanks for showing up, buddy. Um, Brandon, 0135, Alakazam. Meow Mix, uh, let's see who else is around here. Factory Life, of course. DLG27, Onakazi, uh, Void Citizen, and uh, TechnoGlitch666. Mepper, hello, friends. Thanks for showing up, you all. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Meow Mix wants to know if um, Into the Radius is a good buy for $21. And uh, I don't know, what do you think about that, Scion? What's your thoughts on $21 for your baby? Uh, it's one of Scion VR's favorite games. Uh, it's a good game for 21 bucks. Absolutely. If it's something that you're interested in, it's definitely uh, not an easy game. Scion will tell you that right off the bat. Yeah, uh, Scion will. Uh, I mean, we, we could sit here and debate whether or not it's worth the price or not, but Scion will fight you to the death if you even try it. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, in the interest of not getting stabbed in the face, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to get stabbed in the face for sure. Looks like uh, PD and traveling man, three, seven, seven, five also in the house. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, let, let's blow through some of this news so we can get to uh, some of these sales routes because it's, it's insanity. I don't know if I've ever seen such a sale as what's going on right now. Uh, but let's talk about, you know, we've been talking about Oculus Quest 2, and uh, let's talk for a moment about one of the very best games. I think we can agree that In Death Unchained has been one of the very best games on Oculus Quest 2 as a standalone title. 
I, in my opinion, and I don't think I ever really nailed you down on this or not. In my opinion, this title as it stands is uh, better and more preferable to the PC version or the PlayStation version. Well, I'll just put an exclamation mark on that statement and say I um, uninstalled the PC version last night. I was like, oh, where can I get some space? Oh, in-depth. I'm not going to play that version again. Because uh, basically what in-depth PC has became for me is uh, virtual desktop tester. Like, okay, bow and arrow, you're moving around, you know, is everything running smooth? Um, but I, anytime I want to go play it, I'm going to go into this version uh, because it actually feels more like a game. I, You know, I would compare it to like you've got Stride and then you've got Stride Plus and one is an actual game and one is you're just running on the rooftops. I want the fucking game and I think Unchained is that and I agree. I think uh, Super Bright did an amazing job uh, making this game um, their own and uh, very distinct. Like it says, three distinct worlds. Well, I'll say this is a distinct version versus the uh, PC version. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more and uh, I got to say that Based on the strength of this game, uh, super brought up for developer of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're now still adding stuff, dude. Like, they got the game, it's perfect, and now they're still tweaking it. And um, it gives me a lot of respect for developers that um, don't abandon their game the minute they release it, you know. And there's so many out there that do that it's just like, hey, here's our game, and, and we're now working on the next big, big thing. And don't get me wrong, we want them... All these, I want the next big thing from Super Bright, um, but I want the the actual game I do own to be finished. And a lot of games don't go; they don't. I feel like in VR we we've run into a conundrum, and it'll change over time. But a lot of these games come out and they're good, but they never get finished. You know, not in the way that we would hope or that the developers initially expected. And um, I think it's a shame. Yeah, well, this certainly not one of those titles. It's received uh, great support ever since launch. Uh, surprising, actually, how well this title uh, has been supported. Uh, after a successful launch back in July for In-Death Unchained on Oculus Quest, developer Superbright teased work on a new gameplay mode. This past week, they officially announced the Siege of Heaven DLC, which is slated to launch on December 8th. Uh, it's a wave mode, which can be played alternatively to the game's main loop, helping to open up In-Death Unchained to more casual players who might find the standard campaign a little intense. Uh, an easy mode lets newbies play at their own pace and get a feel for the mechanics, but the difficulty scales up for veterans who are looking for a bit more of a challenge. Uh, plus, there are new features like leaderboards, challenges and new achievements uh to aim for roots so here we we have this uh dlc that we've known about for some time now that they that we're going to be adding a new game mode in uh it's kind of a wave shooter mode where you take high ground and uh and defend for as long as you can and uh apparently um uh, the uh the range of difficulty is fairly wide here uh, it's something that uh, newbies can pick up fairly easily, but then again, it's something that can also be uh, quite intense and difficult if you want it to be. Yeah, sounds like sounds like more content to me. Um, and then I, maybe I'm not that good, like you said, at the story mode, and I get my ass kicked, so I go to this mode for a while to practice, and then I can go back into story mode, and I can kick some butt and uh, take names. 
So. Yeah, well, if you're like me playing this game, uh, it's just completely addictive and it's hard to put down. This just sounds like another reason for me to get hooked on it for like another week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's a good thing for, you know, like cause sometimes maybe if you want to show somebody the game, you don't want to put them into the story mode. You just put them in that other mode and, you know, the horde mode. And everybody knows when things are coming at them, you kill them. And, uh, and then after they get acclimated, you throw them into the story. So I think his options are yeah, good. So. Yeah, I, th I think that was the, uh, the, the, the sentiment here, the kind of the idea behind it. Uh, but why don't we get it from the horse's mouth, Roots? What time is it? Uh, I think it's quote time. It's kind of time for Roots to get a quote time sound. If you have a good sound bite that you think would be a good uh, quote time, send it to me. I want to add something. Something needs to happen, Wes. Yeah, I agree with that one. Maybe we need to put our minds together and come up with something funny. I yeah. think we can, we can do it. I think so, too. Uh, anyway, uh, quote time here. This is super bright CEO, Wojtek Podgorski. And I hope I pronounced that right, sir. If I didn't, I very much apologize. Uh, this dude sent out an email last week, Roots, uh, which was a pretty much a letter, like a long-form letter, uh, talking about their experience since they've launched and the new update was coming. So here's a few quotes from that. Quote, It's a fully featured game within a game with shorter, more snackable session times where players can focus on having fun shooting for 15 minutes from a safe, stationary position, enjoy the game's beautiful visuals and arguably VR's best archery mechanics. The community around the game has been amazing, and we see this free DLC as a gift to our players, a way of thanking them for their support. Our goal was to enhance the game in a way that will engage and challenge the advanced players, and boy, it's that and more, but we wanted to make it more approachable for everyone else. Uh, we've heard our players say they'd love to be able to share the fun with friends and family, but maybe the game was too scary or too demanding, and we listened. We've all loved the archery from the lab. This is how most of us got started in VR. With this DLC, we hope to bring this experience to VR's best platform, Oculus Quest. So anyone should be able to pick up the game and enjoy the best their Quest has to offer at their own pace. You can just give the headset to someone who's new to VR, your friend, your mom, your uncle, and they will have fun with it right away. So uh, very much echoing what you just said here, Roots. Uh, they wanted to make something here that's easy to, to demo to people and uh, allows people to feel the, the fun gameplay mechanics and take in the beautiful visuals of the game, uh, but at the same time, not having to have a thousand hours in VR to play. Yeah. Well, isn't it funny, Wes? Like, and I'm, this isn't a knock at anybody if you are scared of this game. I, I just... <laughs> Like what scares you? Like I've shit, man. Like if you if you got thrown into what scares Wes, these people would die. Um, if this <laughs> game scares you, because it's not. I mean, th there are jump scares. All of a sudden, something's in your face. But how could I don't know, man. I guess you know I I, I can't come at it from that perspective because I only have my perspective, and um, I'm not everybody. So it's just weird. It's a weird thought to think that that would be scary to somebody, but. Uh, I guess teacher. Hey, I'll tell you what, dude. There, there are some. There are a few of the enemies in this game that legitimately uh, scare me. And just look back on the last uh, video that I made of it uh, for proof positive. Those uh, 
those I don't even know what they're called. Those ghost type skeleton things that you have to shoot directly in the heart. Those things scare the crap out of me sometimes. Yeah, see, I haven't I haven't gotten to too much of those. I think I need to get more more uh, to the scary stuff. I guess. Yeah, well, it's in there. I assure you. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good uh, that they're thinking about other people, thinking of grandma. You know. Oh. But uh, you know, a lot of the the emphasis too, and in, in some of the things I read in this letter that he uh, sent out last week, um, some of the things that that he was talking about was how he wanted to focus on. Uh, allowing people to play together and using leaderboards and, and, you know, wave-based uh, gameplay to, um, to, to give people another way to play together. And my answer to that would be this. If, if, if this is really a stationary King of the Hill scenario with waves of enemies coming at you, I don't see any reason, Roots, why the two of us couldn't be standing on top of that mountain defending it together. Yeah, so that's got to be the next super bright surprise right co-op well i'm going to certainly i'm sure i've already suggested it but i'm going to suggest it again roots because i mean you put co-op in this game imagine if there were co-op available for all modes you can do the campaign as a co-op thing with this with a special co-op leaderboard or you could do the uh the wave based deal as a co-op thing uh, this automatically becomes uh, one of the top best games in all of VR, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see going through the whole campaign would be badass. You know, I'm big on um, on somebody helping me finish the game, and that would ha that would ensure that I get further, that's for sure, because some of these things are, it's difficult, man. It, you know, my biggest thing for this, Wes, is it's nonstop. You know, it's like you're just constantly enemy after enemy, and that's the whole point, but it's just too much for me. I get to a point where I'm like, fuck, man, I need somebody else to be shooting some stuff as well, helping me mow these suckers down and moving on to the campaign. Yeah, it's a lot, especially when you're talking about archery. And I don't use the crossbow, not in uh, not in this quest version. And it's kind of weird because in the uh, on the PC version, that's all I used was the crossbow. Uh, I kind of feel like it's cheating now. Yeah, I don't even know that it would be that much fun. I kind of, you know, I, I just like the whole mechanic of using the bow. It's like it said, uh, you know, in the description of whatever you just read, the, um, the quotes, the, the lab was my, I loved it. You know what I mean? It was, um, it was my jam for a bit there on bow and arrow. It was one of the best uh, examples of using a bow and arrow in VR. And the way they did it was so simple. Why not just bring it to, uh, in death as well? Yeah. Uh, you know, I still have never played the lab roots. What? Are you kidding me, dude? There's actually some pretty cool stuff in there, man. Um, even just the little robot dog and stuff, and you throw your thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's the draw, but <laughs> Gamerchick13 says, Paradise Decay, have you managed to sort out why Gamertag banned you? I know why it is, uh, without even talking to him. Uh it was because of him uh incessantly asking about five nights uh, oh. at freddy's vr uh I, I thought about hitting the bringing down the uh the band hammer a couple of times mm -hmm. myself that's funny um yeah no i uh that that is one of those things that um uh you know paradise decay asked a million times i love his question if he asks it right now about five nights at freddy's um i'm gonna laugh but uh yeah i could see why you know, what's funny is like, how do you, how does it, how does a person that owns a channel not able to unban somebody? That's so weird. You know, I don't understand how YouTube works sometimes. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's so weird, right? That uh, for some reason GT just can't figure this one out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes me think a little differently about it. Maybe, maybe there is some nefarious PD ness, PD ness behind it. Yeah, there, there could be roots. Anyway, hmm. uh, let's press forward. Uh, let, let's uh, let, let's get on to uh, to, to the. Um, the killer deals because it keeps popping up in the chat. People want to get to it. They're talking about these awesome deals. Uh, but we got an update first to a story we actually talked about a little bit last week, and that is Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. And uh, as we reported last week, the VR beta has begun, uh, which I thought, you know, from the rudimentary uh, implementation of the the vr functionality uh i assumed that it was going to be quite some time before we ever saw the final polished version of the vr mode but not so roots uh, according to a recent developer q a microsoft flight simulator for pc will launch with full steam vr headset support sometime in december asobo executive producer marshall Bossard confirmed that all users will be able to play the game using Steam VR headsets and not just the new HP Reverb G2 and other WMR headsets. Uh, the ongoing private beta for Flight Simulator's VR support did already do a phase testing approach that started with just some WMR headsets, so there was at least some timed exclusivity for that platform but not exactly the type we were expecting. Uh, the update's going to be going live, quote, towards the end of December, according to the studio, with a video outlining the VR support coming on December 17th. So Roots, apparently they're a little bit closer to having their, their full finished VR mode uh, ready for the public than we even thought, huh? Yeah, well, that's crazy, especially since you had to go into the registry to use the beta um i like you also thought that it was a ways away wasn't already here it makes me wonder how good it's gonna run like is it gonna run with my my link cable am i gonna think i am not running this in vr there's so much so many unknowns when it comes to this because it's so taxing on your system right um but it's more taxing i've i've read on your cpu or it's very taxing compared to other things so maybe i'll be okay because my VR doesn't use the CPU too much. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just want to see this in VR. I want to experience it without a bunch of jank. And um, I'm like 50-50 if I'm going to be able to do that. So, well, um, if and that that reminds me, if it, the uh, the free stuff in Killer Deals today uh, mainly focuses on game deals, uh, but there's lots of hardware deals as well for those of you who are thinking that you may need to upgrade. I didn't put any of them in the show, but if you want to get my attention in the chat when we start talking about some of the deals, I am building another uh, another rig as well as upgrading my own. So I'm very, very up to date with the, uh, the hardware deals as well. So if any of you out there are looking to upgrade something on your rig, uh, just hit me up in the uh, chat. Uh, be sure to tag me so that I can see it. And, uh, and I'll be glad to tell you what the best deals are on the hardware. Uh, but again, let's do that during the, uh, the killer deal segment. 
I'll I'll throw a reminder out at the top, and uh, and certainly certainly any of you who are watching this after the fact can hit me up in the Discord at any time of day, and I can throw you links. You know, instead of just telling you where to go, I can literally throw you throw you links to the deals, and uh, there's quite a bit of them, or it's quite a few. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. Oh, something my oh man, my camera just locked up for a second um okay so yeah there's definitely a lot of deals and a lot of good hardware not only hardware but software and uh, i can't wait to talk about it yeah absolutely and, and yeah what you're saying is absolutely true about this game uh somebody was it was it driven by roots who was saying or was it over g's i can't remember somebody was saying that uh th this game actually ran very well on the rig but they just upgraded to one of the the new high core count cpus well, I know Overgy's just upgraded his CPU, um, and uh, so it was probably him, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure how um, how necessary it is, but it's becoming a more and more common thing when you see games like this. You've seen games like uh, the, the Gnomes and Goblins game. Uh, you know, games are becoming more core-intensive and uh, a lot of us are running on four and six core processors and uh, they're, they're still, you know, they're, they're still uh, sustainable for the time being. But, uh, man, you could certainly see the line moving uh, in real time, right? Yeah, it's one of those things most people forget and everybody focuses on video cards and they, uh, you know, depending on how, I mean, I got the 8700K like three, four years ago. So, I mean, it future proofed, but it's ready to be updated, I think. Um, but it's weird to think of it not being enough, even though it is still enough, but it's like right on that edge for the exact reasons you just lined out. So. Yeah. Over G's coming through in the chat and confirming it was in fact him. Uh, you got a pretty big performance boost, right? Over G's in Microsoft flight simulator when you upgraded your, uh, processor. Now I don't know what you were coming from. So, I mean, maybe he had like a, uh, an old four core beater before. It was bad. But, uh, it was like an i5 or yeah. something. Oh, well, I'm sure that did make quite a bit of difference then. Uh, so uh, unclear yet whether or not some people like us, Roots, with the uh, six six threads, or, I'm sorry, six cores, 12 threads, would actually need to upgrade to, uh, to avoid bottlenecking in this game. Um, but we're going to find out soon enough, right? Because what, late December? That's not that far away. And uh, we're going to be able to play this. Roots, are you going to... Uh, you bought this, actually, didn't you? bought the, the entire uh, full version of the game. I did. I would have bought it on Steam. So uh, I will definitely be playing this. I don't have it installed on my computer right now because it's such a big game. And uh, um, there was no reason to... And once I tried it flat a couple times, I was like, eh, I got to do this in VR. So Let me ask you... Um... Does it require you like signing into some other store as well? Or does it just run natively in Steam? I think it's probably set up just like um, any other Microsoft game where uh, like Sea of Thieves or whatever, it's still going to log you into their thing. It still has to go through Microsoft, but I'm not sure how that works. Um, right. I, I never, it never occurred to me to maybe try to uh, game share this one. I've been waiting on... Uh, waiting on the game to get the VR support mm. so that I can join Game Pass and play it. But, uh, you know, I might not even have to. I might just be able to play it through Steam. Yeah, it's a good idea. Try it and see, because it's there. And um, I don't know what it will do, to be honest. 
Uh, there's only one way to find out, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we'll let you guys know. Will Wells get to use my shared copy of Steam? Which is stupid, right? Like, uh, the whole Steam share, man, if it's on that list, if it's in my Steam library, you should be able to play it. So. Yeah, for the most part, I think beta beta copies and other, like, free, uh, free titles aren't shareable, but for the most part, everything else is other than these titles, like Origin titles, Uplay titles, those type of things have fail-safes built in that won't allow you to share them. Yeah. What a bummer. Uh, Frank says, Steam says Microsoft Flight Simulator has some kind of Microsoft DRM. So apparently I'm going to have to uh, spin the dollar roots and get it myself. Yeah, you can afford a dollar. It's not too bad. Even the regular. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a question of affording it. It's a question of giving uh, Phil Spencer my money uh, after yeah. what he said about, uh, about VR. Well, we know he was lying. He was just blowing smoke up everyone else's ass, not ours. So eventually Probably he's going to have to ass. eat crow, right? He's going to have to eat crow eventually, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be that long. I think I think the Xbox One X will support VR during its lifespan. I don't think that, it'll, it'll, that we're going to have to wait for the next console to come out. I think this one will support VR before it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, uh, another game that we mentioned briefly last week was A Wake In. Uh, this is a game coming to us from, I think it's this is another Polish-based VR studio, uh, the VR Brothers. Mm. VR Bros, A Wake In, an immersive horror experience originally slated for this year, has just released a new trailer, moving the launch to early 2021. Uh, the setting of the game is an art deco hotel, which is filled with an army of living dolls. And you also happen to be one of these dolls. Hmm. Uh, the story revolves around you finding out who you are, how you ended up here, and how to get out whilst avoiding the other not-so-friendly dolls. You're bound to a wheelchair, making a wake-in a, an entirely seated experience. But you're given free reign to explore the hotel and figure out its various escape room style gameplay elements. Uh, and th this is the cool thing, Roots. You operate it just as you would any manual wheelchair, moving the controllers as if you're pushing the wheels. So while uh, we have a horror game here, Roots, a really creepy looking one with some very interesting mechanics. And I could appreciate that not only for being very unique uh, locomotion style, but giving me an excuse uh, to sit down, which is what I like to do anyway, right? So uh, the fact that uh, this is a seated-only experience uh, kind of makes me feel good, right? Yeah, because people don't take into consideration, like Tales from the Galaxy or whatever game it is. I'm, I'm going to attempt to sit down and play it, Wes, because there is a seated version, and then I always end up standing because it's action-based, and I need to duck behind shit and... That game is fucking hard on on hard, um, at least as many people and how many shots you can take. Uh, but a game, it's nice to have a game that's like basically telling you, look, there is no stand-up option. Roots, sit your fucking ass down and play the game, and then I get to enjoy it, and I get to relax and uh, piss the guy off that I cursed so much. Um, but yeah, I, it sounds good to me. So. 
screw that guy yeah. for the record, by the way <laughs> but uh yeah man uh it, you know we've talked about it a lot here lately actually you know we're old working guys with uh, sore feet so uh any excuse i get to sit down in vr i'll take it and uh what do you think about this locomotion style route you think it's going to get old or do you think it's cool that you're actually going to be able to wheel around in your wheelchair I think you're going to want to get away from something quickly and not be able to do it as much because you're wheeling around and it's going to add to your tension. And um, I think it's going to add something to it. You know, it, it, it seems like it could be, uh, you know, to some people it could be just like a gimmicky thing or whatever, but I don't think it's going to be in this. In, in a, a horror movie where maybe I want to get away from a doll really fast, you're limited by, you're in a wheelchair, bro. Like, you ain't fucking running down the hallway. You're going to wheel yourself down real quick and try to get away. And I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, we've seen uh, certain like horror movies like this, right? Where the uh, the, the protagonist is, is wheelchair bound. And it adds to the suspension, the tension, right? Because, you know, you're going to want to try to get away as fast as you can. But you can't run, right? Uh, so, yeah, I can, I, I can absolutely see that uh, adding into the, uh, the tension of the gameplay. For yeah. Sure. It just looks cool. It looks like I. It looks like it's gonna have some history maybe to it. I don't know. I, I like the way that that film, like when it was showing the film up there and, it, and with the the, the circuit boards for the telephone, and it just looks authentic. It just looks like I, I feel like I'm going to um, really enjoy the cutscenes as well. So. Yeah, really looking forward to this game. It's instantly going uh, from being one of my most highly anticipated games of 2020 to uh, one of my most highly anticipated games of 2021 roots. And, and, you know, no explanation here from the VR bros as to why they are, um, uh, why they're postponing it. But I think, you know, it's just as likely a timing thing, right? Like th just because they're postponing it doesn't necessarily mean that they've had any kind of setback in development. But, uh, I mean, we've talked about it uh, last week and the week before so many games coming out between now and the end of the year uh it probably makes sense to uh just uh, take your ball and go home for a little while uh let people uh play through the all the other new games that are getting ready to release and then uh at the end of january early february uh release your game then uh you can actually have a, a quite a successful launch uh during that time frame and i'm sure Gamer Chick 13 would attest to that. Yeah, absolutely. Timing is everything. And if you release your game right now with uh, Medal of Honor and all these other big titles, um, I don't care how different your game is or how good it is, it can get lost in the shuffle pretty easy. It's kind of like, um, you know, those, those television, it's not so much anymore, but those television shows that were smart enough to like debut in the slow season you know you have the the season where all the new shows are coming out and then you have that one show that drops right in the middle where there's nothing on you're like oh fuck man i'm watching that because there's nothing on um you just give yourself a better chance of um people even picking your game up uh because uh a lot of people are going to be spending money on medal of honor you know and it may not even be content um that's draw it's just your wallet might be you know christmas and everything on top of everything else um i think uh giving people the chance to have money is a good thing so yeah yeah i like it if that's why they're postponing the game i like it uh there are games coming out this week that i wish would take a page out of this book because you don't only have the uh 
the big titles that are coming out right now to compete with. You also have all of these new people coming into VR, and the first thing that they're going to see is this big giant sale that we're about to talk about. And uh, you're going to have people picking up titles from the last three to four years in VR, the very best titles in the history of mm -hmm. VR at record low prices. So you've got that to compete with as well. And unless you want to uh, launch the game you've been developing for the last couple of years at bargain basement prices, it's probably a good idea to hold off, you know, let the sales in, let people play through their libraries, and then uh, come back in a month to uh, six weeks and uh, and hit people up when they're looking for something new. Uh, well, I agree. And um, DLG27 says PD should do his premiere from a wheelchair. And I agree. I want to see it. PD, let's do it. Uh, I'm sorry. I, PD, okay. Yeah, that you know, PD likes to do those... Uh, those videos, right, that kind of live out the experience that he's having in the game, like he did the uh, the Blair Witch uh, from the woods. Yeah, I mean, he absolutely could do a wake in from a wheelchair. Yeah, he could even go into some hotel and without people wanting him there. And no, I'm just kidding. That would be interesting. I want to see it. Uh, let's see here, Void Citizen. I'm, I'm getting in halfway on a conversation here between. Uh, <laughs> uh, gamer tag and void citizen i think they're talking about hinge this is one of the titles that uh i'm going to uh, be talking about tomorrow on the monday show and uh it's a tale of two games i mean there, there's a lot to say about it uh it really hits both ends of the extreme and uh it's interesting and uh tune in tomorrow for that yeah uh anyway uh moving on crunch element uh, this is a title that we've been we've had our eye on for quite some time now. Uh, I think a title that launched as a uh, as a uh, Kickstarter backed uh, title, uh, finally getting ready to see release into Stir Steam Early Access. Uh, the title is now known as Crunch Element VR Infiltration, and it's coming to Steam Early Access on December. 19th so just what we were talking about roots all of these titles all of a sudden want to get uh, they want to have uh, their game released this year and uh, they're, they're shoehorning them all in here big time uh, this is a VR action indie title where you will be blasting through destructible compounds and slaying cyborgs while taking cover to dodge flying chunks of wall debris lead and lasers in between You'll find yourself breaking into buildings by creating breaches using various explosive devices such as grenades or wall charges. Once inside, you can approach adversaries through various means. You can use stealth and make use of silent weapons to take them down like an assassin. Or you can go in guns ablazing with a shotgun and a wall charge. Um, so Roots finally crunch element uh, coming to Steam. And uh, this is one of those titles that, uh, you know, you'll get some, uh, you'll get an update, a little bit of footage, and then it'll go away for a while. Then it'll come back with another update. But every time they seem to update us on this game, uh, it seems to have made a, a pretty significant leap in progress since the last one. This game looks better and uh, 
I'm more intrigued by it every time uh, we get new footage of it. Uh, it's funny. I um, when I saw Crunch Element, I was like, I my mind wants to forget everything. So I was like, Crunch Element, what's that? And I looked at, it, I was like, Oh yeah, dude, I forgot about this game because the gameplay was what when I watched it the first time was what drew me in. Right? It just looked so good, and um, and I am super psyched for this. I, I agree with you. I think every time. Uh, I see something on this that looks better and better. And I'm wondering what all these question marks and exclamation marks and all that stuff. It seems like there's a lot more going on in this game than just the game. And uh, so I'm intrigued. I want to try it. And um, hopefully it'll be uh, different enough than everything else. Because it's only, what, a little bit over a week past Medal of Honor from when it's dropping. And it's definitely not. They're two different games, completely different. Um, but uh, similar in some respects because you got a gun so yeah 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 it takes some elements from uh from different games certainly uh but i don't know if we've ever had a game that or at least a, a good game that uses these kind of infiltration tactics where you're blowing holes in walls and taking enemies by surprise yeah i think that's a first for uh you know major vr games and uh you know at this point in time that to, to have anything original is actually a, a pretty uh difficult to do that's true it looks good looks like something that i want to play on day one and i'm looking forward to it uh, even if it is you know three four weeks away but uh it's not that long seems like time is flying right yeah absolutely um this title is going to be staying in early access for a while according to the developers the full version of the game will probably include a three versus three attacker versus defender multiplayer with more weapons as well as more single player maps so uh we're we're kind of getting uh you know the typical early access experience here roots with a fuller version of the game to come later down the line complete with multiplayer as well as more for the uh, people who like single player well that's the way to do it i think worry about the story worry about the main game and then add the multiplayer as an you know extension so absolutely uh gamertag vr says he's had the demo for hinge or the game he's not sure for over a week uh it runs very poorly uh the devs have dropped an update yesterday it's better but still has bugs so i haven't played it since the uh the update i'm glad to, to hear that they are working on it um I, i'm gonna have to go back in to try it you know not only since the update, but uh, I want to try it on the Quest instead of the G2, give us something a little less demanding. Uh, but what he's saying there is absolutely true. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of performance issues with the game, uh, but you know, you know that that's just one aspect of it. It's really a shame that it, that it has such bad performance because there's a lot to love in this game, and uh, I'm rooting for it. But uh, we're going to try it again uh, in a different headset after the update. Tune in tomorrow for our uh, final impressions on it. Yeah, it's weird, man. In 2020, when a game releases and it doesn't run poorly and it makes you wonder, or whatever it is, I don't care, it could be hardware, just makes you wonder about the testing process, right? Did they skip it? Did they skimp it? Did they, you know, what did they do or what didn't they do? Uh, because other games come out and everything runs fine. Um, so hopefully... From what I've seen, from what, you know, the story and from what you said, um, it's going to be good if they can just get it to run right, right, right? So, 
Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into doing a whole segment on it. This is an interesting case, Roots, because it's such a tale of different extremes. The performance on it is quite bad. Uh, but with that said, um, this the concept for a game um, is exactly what I've been waiting for. Th this is exactly what I hoped it would be from that perspective. Uh, it's the type of game that I want, that there aren't any of these games in VR. This is what I really wanted, and uh, it runs terribly. That said, it might be one of the most beautiful-looking games I've seen in VR. Mm. Like, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, so, yeah, I'm fortunate that it runs so badly. Hopefully, it continues to improve, because uh, if it can, it's going to end up being one of my favorites. But as of right now, uh, it doesn't seem like it should have been released yeah, yeah so well i guess we'll hopefully everything works out and uh because i want to try it i want to check it out and see how good it is so. anyway uh crunch element vr uh infiltration um coming on december 19th so just a couple weeks away uh right before christmas uh launching into early access for valve index htc vive and oculus rift uh so uh Hoping to uh, pick this one up. You, you think we're going to get time to uh, try this one this year, Roots? Or, or, I mean, there's so much stuff coming out, man. I don't know how we're going to play it all. I hope so. I hope we have time. I'm going to make time for this one. Especially if they send it to us. I'll definitely make time. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, the ones that uh, we don't have to pay for get get uh, pushed. Get moved up to queue, right? Yeah. yeah. They just have to. I mean, it's just by because we have access. So. Exactly. We have an obligation. Yep. And uh, with great power comes great responsibility, Roots. Yeah, that's what uh, Uncle, uh, what's his name again? Pete? No, it's not Pete. I forget my Spider-Man. My Spider-Man trivia. Yeah, Spider-Man's not even Peter Parker anymore. Did you know that? No, and it doesn't surprise me. What is it? Uh, uh, what's a female version of Peter Parker? <laughs> no, it's not female. Oh, okay. It's Miles Morales, man. Oh. You don't you haven't seen all of the uh, commercials? I don't watch TV. I don't watch commercials. I don't, uh, I mean, literally, I don't even watch t any shows anymore. So I, all of that. When I'm forced to watch a commercial, West, I'm like, what is this? Like, I'm just so far removed. Yeah. It's a good yeah, world. Well, uh, my kids are loving the, uh, the, the, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Like my, uh, my nine-year-old's already beat beat the game. That's crazy, <laughs> like, right? In just a couple of weeks. That's how my nephew was when he got the last Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4. He had beat it within like a week or two. So, I used to be that way. I just uh, I just bounce around to too many things to ever finish anything anymore. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about yesterday. What if I had never... What if we never started the show and started doing YouTube content? Like, on one hand... Uh, my game library would probably be about 10% of what it is. And there would be so many games that I have never played so much great stuff. I would have missed out on. On the other hand, uh, even though my library would probably be at about 10%, I probably would have beaten a thousand times more games than what I have uh, in the last two years, because I don't beat any games anymore. We're used to. I was like main fan. I finished everything that I started. Well, it's kind of hard to do that when you're constantly starting stuff over, or um, 
you know, I mean, how many, how much time, how many hours have been spent, Wes, going into games that you've played the same level a million times? You're going in looking around to see if there's upgrades or if it looks better, how the performance is. Like, I, I, I can't even tell you. Um, there's just a lot of time spent on that kind of stuff. And so um, all of that time takes, takes time um, away from finishing games. So that is a conundrum. You get to try a lot of things. You don't get to finish as much. Um, you know, I think one we'll, day, Root. Yeah, one well, day when we're old and gray, we're going to come back and uh, put on our antiquated uh, Oculus Quest Two, mm -hmm. and uh, people are going to laugh at us because we're using controllers instead of our mind. Uh, but we're going to have all these games to go through, man. Yeah, well, you know, quite a backlog. Backlog, right? So exactly. Anyway, um, one more news item I want to touch on before we get to the free stuff and killer deals were the reminders in general i guess i should say it's not just all about the sales but uh one more game i wanted to touch on roots because our good friends ivanovich games are at it again uh they have announced a brand new vr project that is launching soon on steam 1976 back to midway seeks to pay homage to the classic arcade dogfight vertical scrolling games through the use of virtual reality. The game is said to time travel players back in time to 1943 and have them discover a new level of immersion while retaining the original essence and fun. So Roots, there it seems like our, uh, our good friends at Ivanovich Games are finally starting to find their niche. They realize, they're, they're realizing what they do well and where they fit into the VR market, because now they're doing another game that's kind of patterned after Operation Warcade. Operation Warcade kind of threw us threw us in to the old Operation Wolf arcade game. Uh, this game is going to throw us in the 1942-1943 those old top-down flying games uh, that we used to play when we were uh, younger, and much like uh, Operation Warcade, uh, you're going to be playing in this kind of three-dimensional um, screen mode where you're actually looking at the arcade machine screen, although things are flying in and out of it uh, in three dimensions. But there, is there are also going to be immersion points, just like with Operation Warcade, where if you shoot the little icon, it sucks you down in the game into the first-person mode and you get to spend a few seconds uh, fully immersed in a fully-fledged VR uh, first-person experience. Um, Roots, I watched Gamertag play this on his channel. It was either yesterday or the day before, and this game looks like it is a blast, and uh, it really looks like it might be uh, on the level of uh, a great game like Operation Warcade, and uh, I'm hoping that uh ivanovich kind of sticks to this genre now because nobody else is doing stuff like this and they're doing it so so well yeah that's brilliant it's 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 nostalgia right and it's getting you back in the games that i remember playing this game back in the day and uh giving me a way to play this game old school but then also mixing in the vr and uh i think that um i think you're right i think this is this is perfect for what they're doing i loved operation Warcade. i think this is going to be phenomenal and uh i don't know man anything that can elicit memories and, and feelings of when i was a kid 
um, and bring it into VR into a, a full package like this, I just think is is um, is awesome. So yeah, it's and it's a, such a good choice of uh, game style for this type of game because you know playing a, as a top down, you know, two D game way back when the enemies just kind of enter in from the sides and stuff, you know, and uh, you you really can't tell where they're coming from. They're just coming from the edge of the screen. But playing it in VR, uh, they're literally flying. I mean, you're standing in front of the arcade machine, right? And the uh, the enemy aircraft are flying like over your shoulder into the screen and attacking your plane. Uh, it's really awesome, and it looks so immersive. Yeah, it looks amazing. Now, uh, let me ask you this, do you, and maybe this has already been answered. Am I able to play this game with a HOTUS? Because it looks like that's entirely what you're using in the game anyway. And I've said, you know, when your hand is matching what's going, what you're doing in the, the game, it does add that immersion. Um, so I'd be thinking it'd be pretty cool to use with a HOTUS. Yeah, uh, watching uh, GT play the game yesterday, um, yeah, the, there's actually, I mean, I don't think it supports HOTUS at the moment. I mean, obviously they could do that at some point because they kind of take this uh, same approach as, I'm trying to think of who it was, maybe Dash Dash or Touring Carts. Maybe it was touring carts mm. where uh, you can play like gamepad style controls using the thumbsticks to steer, or you can play with motion controller style controls where you have a virtual uh, flight stick in the game that you can grab with your VR hands using the uh, regular motion controls. So you, you are kind of using a virtual uh, throttle and stick but uh i'm not so sure that it's going to support an actual hodus at launch yeah uh, that'd be pretty cool but even a virtual one's pretty cool so uh that's yeah cool. gt said it was really hard to play that way you know trying to grab something that's not really there that's kind of the same way with uh dash dash like you said because you can grab the steering wheel the same way and it doesn't it feels cool but at the same time it's a little bit more difficult so yeah well, I got to imagine, I mean, if this game grabs me the way that Operation Warcade grabbed me, uh, I'm going to be spending many, many hours in it. And uh, it might get to the point where I actually start uh, trying to perfect something like that to just to give myself more challenge. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it looks good. I can't wait to try it. And uh, I guess it must not be that. You said it's, uh, what's, did they give a release date? I mean, if they're testing yeah. it. Yeah, okay. yeah, we, uh, let's see um december 10th roots for 15 dollars. wow on steam uh another one roots another one like i said they're shoehorning the releases in to this uh next couple of weeks and i mean they just released the Pangman what like a month ago mm. uh, yeah ivanovich busy yeah that's a good price too that's gonna sell well yeah i agree i agree uh, we did get to learn a little bit about the story, and of course it has uh, some uh, comedic element to it here. Um, it's set in a dystopian alternate reality of the year 1976. The Nazi army has ended up defeating the Allied front and winning World War II. Hitler has declared himself the Supreme Chancellor. Despite the scarcity of resources, the Allied Resistance's brightest scientists, led by the eccentric Dr. Ivan Ivanovich, mm. have built a time machine. 
you'll have the opportunity to travel back in time and take part in the most momentous air battles of World War II. But pay attention, playing with quantum reality and altering the path of history can have the most unforeseen consequences. Players will sit in front of a huge 3D quantum simulator screen and relive that nostalgic feeling of gunning down airships in vertical scrolling titles. Uh, players can also alternate with the first-person perspective and perform impossible maneuvers to dodge enemy fire. The game is set to feature a full story mode, which comprises of 63 missions across 16 levels and will offer a total of around five hours of gameplay. There's also going to be more than 200 upgrades for you to strengthen your aircraft as well. So Roots, um, it looks like it's very much following the structure of uh, Operation Warcade here, not only with the uh, multiple missions and levels, but all the different upgrades that you can uh, earn uh, through playing the game. Uh, and, and that's just, that's music to my ears. I really enjoyed Operation Warcade, and uh, I think this game is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree, and it's uh, it's going to be hard. I know Operation Warcade, going through some of those levels to unlock different things, because that's the way they, it's brilliant the way that they set it up. I'm assuming this will be the same way, where you're constantly going through different levels to try to um, accomplish something to give you a, a coin and you need so many coins to get to that next level or whatever the, the currency is. And uh, so um, it's one of those things that like, it's got that one more, right? You don't, you die and you're like, fuck man, I'm just gonna try it one more time. And uh, next thing you know, it's like five hours later and you missed your kid, you're supposed to pick them up and they've been sitting at school for a couple hours calling you. And uh, it didn't happen to me, but I'm sure it's happened to you, right? Since your kids are of age. So. Right. Right. Well, my kids, uh, they go to school here, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if they miss the, if they miss school, then they're in trouble because it's already at home. So. Yeah. 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 So if, if they miss, if they're missing from school, then, uh, then, uh, <laughs> the, then we need to call the police. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, again, uh, the game releases on Steam December 10th with a price tag, uh, of $15 confirmed delirium drew $15 December 10th. Oculus and PSVR versions following the next year routes. So, uh, you know, th this apparently, unlike Pangman, is going to be one that they're really trying to push. Uh, probably means that it's uh, they feel like they have a pretty good one here. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I think the, the nostalgia factor alone is going to um, sell this game a lot. So. Absolutely. Looking forward to this. Uh, automatically uh, goes to toward the top of my... Um, most anticipated list i know right dude when i first pl pulled the trailer and i was looking at it i was like oh my god because i didn't get a chance to watch gamer tags this was the first video was was watching it for the show and i, I couldn't believe that this game existed it looks uh it just looks like it's going to hit everything that i would want in this type of a game so yeah yeah dude uh not that long to wait just uh like a week and a half for this one releases cool uh anyway uh we did it roots we made it through the news and we have made it to our weekly reminders uh as always we're going to start off by just reminding you guys what is coming out this week 
everything coming out on uh, Tuesday, December 1st, all three titles. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, this is something that we recently started doing is highlighting some of the weekly VR releases, but we don't list them all. I just list the ones that I'm interested in, uh, some of the ones that we think look pretty good. Uh, there's probably twice as many uh, games coming out this week. I just listed the ones that I feel like are notable. Yeah. So uh, first of all, we have uh, Frostpoint VR Proving Grounds coming from In Exile Entertainment uh, again on December 1st. Roots, we've uh, we've said a lot about this game in recent weeks. Coming from uh, a quality developer in In Exile Entertainment, um, I'm looking forward to trying this one out. I just don't know if this is a good time for this game to be launching. Man, there's just so much this competition between this and Medal of Honor is going to be uh, it's going to be difficult. But, um, you know, it's definitely got polish and uh, I'm going to hope that um, their game comes out and it uh, does really well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Roots, I've, I've seen it in our discord a bunch of times. I've seen it on all of the VR news sites, uh, but we have never talked about Project Wingman. I don't think. Uh, because, you know, flight sims aren't quite my thing. And I almost left it off of this list as well. But for the first time, I actually stopped and looked at some of the uh, the footage of this game. And I don't think that this is a sim roots. I think that this is an arcade-style flight game. Something more akin to uh, Ace Combat 7. Only the full game is going to be playable in VR, from what I understand. Uh, also dropping on December 1st. And uh, this one's a bit intriguing to me, Roots. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, this looks like a game that, um, because there was such a, a huge demand for Ace Combat, and it wasn't going to come the full game, these developers said, we'll make our own game. And it does, look really good. And uh, I'll be interested to see how well it does, and uh, um, I'd like to play it. So we'll see. You know, it's interesting because um, there's lots of flight games in VR, but up until now, we haven't really had many that piqued my interest. None of them really look all that fun to me. But here in the course of a few weeks, we're going to get uh, the one we just talked about, the 1976 Return to Midway, which is a, which is a flight game. We're going to get Project Wingman, which is a flight game that looks pretty good. And we're also going to get Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Uh, so, you know, four years, maybe one good flight title that I'm interested in, four weeks, we get three. Hmm. That's where we're at in 2020 slash 2021, right? We're starting to uh, solidify everything and the things that we wanted to see in VR um, are starting to exist. I was just having this conversation with a customer yesterday uh, that um, is older, but he was telling me about uh, the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla and how much he's enjoying it. And then I unleashed the Kraken and told him, hey, dude, you know that they're they're working on a, a VR port to that. And he's like, oh, shit, you know, open his eyes. You know, as soon as you can start to say, okay, we've got these big games, these big IPs that are in VR or come into VR, um, it, it changes everything, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was one of the... Um things i was thinking to myself this morning as i was compiling the uh the list of sale games 
I was trying to remember back. It wasn't that long ago, Roots, when people were saying that there's nothing to play in VR. And like now, it's just like there's too much. There's too many VR games, Roots. Yeah, there is definitely a lot. And uh, I would say borderline too many um for sure because uh there's not one that i guess may i've got too many and that's a pro that is a problem when looking at a big long list of stuff and deciding what which one you want to play i mean most of the time i end up having it decided for me either through the show or through um multiplayer and uh you know some i want to take back the reins west and start take the control back so. yeah well i remember i remember back before we uh we started this channel when we were watching Anthony, we used to laugh when he would tell us about his uh, policy that uh, when you buy a game, uh, you have to play it for X amount of time before you can buy another one. Remember that? Yeah. He, he had this policy where you, you can't buy the next game until you, you, you play this one. And we always used to laugh about that, but I certainly see the, uh, the logic, the, uh, the logic in it now, man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I still end up buying games and having them sit there's something about having a gem, you know, and one of the gems we're going to be talking about on the list uh, of of games for sale, Edge of Nowhere, like I owned that for like three, four months. I don't even, six months, didn't even know what it was. And then one day just said, I'm going to check this out. And I was like, oh, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, fuck, man. What, how has this game been in my library this long? And I haven't tried it. So knowing that there's probably another gem out there, I like that. I just need to find it. So. You know, uh, Edge of Nowhere was one of the very first PC VR titles I bought. It was part oh, of wow. my first purchase uh, of PC VR, and I think it might have even been the first game that I finished in uh, in PC VR. That's good. You must have been blown away, especially coming from PlayStation, being like, "Oh my God, this is just so good!" Not that yeah, it, it's it's incredible. And you know, I like the uh, the dark and scary stuff anyway, and that game has it. So. Yeah, that's good. Uh, one more title I want to highlight out this week, Pistol Whip 2089 uh, update coming out this week from Cloudhead Games, also on December 1st. Uh, Roots, I haven't confirmed it yet, but I do think that this is going to be paid DLC. Uh, at least that was according to someone on Reddit. That's the only thing I can find on it either way. But it isn't surprising. This is a whole new story campaign and a whole new game mode. They've uh, supported their title with free updates for a year. Uh, so I can't, can't say that I really blame them for uh, putting a premium on this one. The only question, Roots, is, and it's a big question, how much? Mm. So this is you're saying this is going to cost, Pistol Whip? They haven't I announced? Think, I think that it's going to cost money. I think mm. that this is going to be paid DLC. It's not confirmed, uh, but I do believe that that's what... The, the case is going to be okay well see then i'm in a conundrum too west because i don't own the base game i didn't like the base game enough to buy it i was always using alex's well, copy back in the day um so do i buy the game and the dlc or do i just skip it all together because it's just one of those games that i could never go back into again and i'd be okay you know not that it's not good it's just it just is what it is you know it hurts yeah yeah it hurts it's it's work it hurts to play it, it. it's yeah. work and roots is lazy uh but yeah no i so that's the conundrum i would you know okay say it's 24 bucks i get it could get it 20 today for 20 today 
Um, and then maybe the DLCs, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. You know, I got to invest 40, 40 to 50 bucks to get the game. This version, I don't, I don't know that I do it. Um, for me, anyway. So, but I guess. Yeah, we'll, well, hopefully uh, the DLC won't cost that much. Hopefully they'll keep it down to five bucks. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. But, you know, only time will tell. We're not going to have to wait that long because uh, Tuesday, uh, this update is scheduled to drop. Wow. So let me ask the, the, the chat and the comments out there, the people in the comments, who is excited? Like I, there's God, I'm sure there's people out there that like, this is your jam, dude. Like you, I know Jarillo is really into this game where he was, I think, uh, maybe you're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Root. So this is a must have, dude, you have to own pistol whip. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this DLC more than anything. Um, cause I, 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 it's not, I mean, it's a good game. There's gotta be people out there that are really psyched about this. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree. I, I'm sure that there are people. I mean, I'm. this is kind of what I wanted from Pistol Whip to begin with. So, I, you know, I do want to check it out. Uh, I don't see myself dropping 10 or $15 to pick it up. But, uh, you know, five bucks, sure. You know, I'll check it out for that. Yeah. Well, I'd say 10 to 15 bucks would be expensive considering the base game was 25. Uh, I think yeah. five, five to 10 would be, you know, course who knows how much work it is and we're underselling their work so uh but yeah factory life says i like the game but it kills my legs exactly exactly the same here like i i, I like playing it and uh and that that's the problem i like playing it when i get started i don't want to stop and then the next day for the next week uh you're feeling it every time you stand up I wish they, and of course, this is a rhythm game, so it wouldn't make as much sense from this standpoint, but I wish they had a mode that I could check on there that just made everything random. Like everybody, all the shit popping up random. I don't, you know, like after I've played through the same level three, four, five, six times, I know exactly where everybody's spawning and I'm, so I'm, you know, it's, it just becomes routine. I, I want to go through and maybe this is exactly how this mode is to where, the robots could be anywhere, bro. You need to keep your eyes open. You know, you're not just looking for that same spot where they're going to appear. Um, you know that, but that that's the rhythm part of it. You kind of need to know where they're at. So I'm torn Wes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? It's kind of hard to randomize a rhythm game, but yeah. the, I mean, I guess, I guess they could, I mean, it's, I mean, they couldn't make it, it'd be hard for them to make it completely random, but they could have, um, various different scenarios so like when you're going through a part of the map uh there could be like one of four different sequences that play out in each spot right so you never know exactly which one you're going to get yeah i think it's just for me it's just the sameness but uh um you know it shouldn't bother me any more than autica or beat saber i mean that the tracks don't change whoa so. roots we're on tv oh we're on tv bro uh, hey what's up hey well i'll tell you what man i uh i'm always always good to be on a gamer tab tags tv so i'll take it yeah absolutely i'll take it i'll uh i'm quite grateful to be on tv roots it's given us everything that uh you know all the essentials here it's given us a good life yeah yeah absolutely uh anyway um that brings us to our next reminder this week and each week and that is our wish list where we ask each and every one of you to please join us right now in real time as we do our part to support the developers 
by taking just a moment to wish list one of the awesome games that we have talked about today. Or it could be a game that we haven't even mentioned today, uh, just something else that you have on your mind. But uh, by wishlisting these games, we really help out the developers by raising the profile of their titles on the various stores, as well as by helping them gauge the interest of the public in general. So uh, we ask you again, please, while you're at your computer, just uh, just a few clicks here to uh, help support uh, help support the developers that bring us the games that we love. So Roots, what's it going to be today, bro? What are we going to wish list today? I'm wish listing wheelchair simulator and always oh, awaken and uh um 1976 actually i think i've already got crunch element on there um uh, but those are both two solid ones right yeah absolutely that was kind of where i was going with it too i think awaken's already on my wish list but uh 1976 that that's the one that's going on there today because i know i have not uh wish listed that one yet i'm shocked too Wes, and i i blame the developer because at some point maybe it's his fault or their fault but i don't have crunch element on my wish list either so i'm assuming the last time we talked about it it wasn't available or uh maybe so it's on there now uh, sure. crunch element i don't know man it, it's it's weird because uh, again um, it's been out for a while, but it, this game comes and then it disappears and, uh, then it comes back. So I don't know. I don't know how long it's been up on steam. Uh, you're, you're right. It could be something that just went up, uh, recently. Yeah. Cause, uh, there's many times we go to wish list something. It's kind of why one of the reasons why you decided that this would be a good, uh, um, thing for the show. And I agree is like, uh, sometimes you, you forget about these things or, um, we've checked one time and, and it wasn't there and now it is there. And, uh, it's just good to, to let them know. And, and also I want to know when it's on sale. People forget about that as well. I get notifications all the time. They're saying, Hey, this game's on sale. I would have never known if I didn't, um, a watch virtual strangers and B, uh, check for sales and, um, wishlist them. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, in, yeah, you're right. It actually has came in, in handy quite a few times and, now uh since we started doing this because i get emails all the time uh you know letting me know that the title that i actually was interested in is on sale and if you're like me you don't really buy this stuff unless it's on sale so uh it, it has been quite helpful yeah i keep i keep going back and forth Wes, of phone works man i want to buy that on sale i just don't have the money right currently to buy it on sale but it ends in two days <laughs> So got to make a decision, Wes. Well, oh. well, you know, the good thing is, is uh, I, I didn't hear you were breaking up. But is there a specific game you're talking about? Ah, uh, Boneworks. It's 23 bucks oh. or whatever. Yeah. It's just one of those those titles I don't have access to anymore, but I, I want to have access. There's like maybe two or three. Um, so I probably will end up buying it. So. Yeah, I, I could see where it would be tough uh Going without phone work, so that's a that's a game that's always a good uh, litmus test for your hardware. Like if you're trying out a new uh, update to, uh, say, virtual desktop, or or uh, you know trying out the link cable, it's it's always a you know because that's probably it might be the most immersive game I've ever played. Uh, crystal clear visuals, uh, great 
directional sound, and uh, we all know about the physics. Um, so yeah, uh, must own it. it. You gotta own it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, with the wish list behind us, roots, we finally made it to free stuff and killer deals. And uh, we're going to kind of, you know, we're not going to stop and talk about every title here or else we'll be here for uh, three days. And I got to go to work here in about 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, so we're going to take a brisk pace and, and walk through the free stuff and killer deals. Um, of course, we'll try to keep an eye on the chat. So if any of you have any questions about any of these titles, uh, feel free, feel free to uh you know, throw them in the chat again. A reminder: uh, if anybody's looking for any kind of uh, deals on the upgrades for their hardware, throw those questions up in the chat as well. Tag me so I can see it, and I'll tell you where the deal's at. Um, Gamer Tag VR and Paradise uh, Decay both saying that uh, they think I would uh, that I would dig Propagation uh, VR, and I did sell that. That's a free title. Uh, we talked about it here about a month ago on the on the program. Uh, it does look cool. No, I have not tried it out yet, but uh, it's certainly on my list. I downloaded it. I have not tried it yet either. So. Uh, Drew, we are going to talk about those titles when we get to the Oculus Link portion. Uh, so so stay tuned. Uh, again, for those of you watching this after the fact, if you're wondering about any of these titles or you need any hardware deals, uh, hit, hit us up again in the Discord invitation in the description below, and uh, we'll give you some help. But uh, we're going to start off this free stuff and killer deals, as we always do, by giving you your PlayStation Plus reminder for the month of November. Uh, you can have Middle Earth, Shadow of War, Hollow Knight, the Void Heart Edition, and for those of you out there who have a PlayStation 5, you can get Bug Snacks. Uh, all of these still available for just a couple more days. If you haven't claimed them, do it now. Uh, the games are changing over on Tuesday. <laughs> Paradise Decay says that you can stay live an extra um, 30 minutes. Just take your X-Wing to work and you get there in about 18 <laughs> uh, parsecs. Yeah, so. I would do that, but I would be too tempted to uh, to, to shoot a couple of proton torpedoes <laughs> into the place and blow it up. Oh, yeah, uh, you're like, what uh, happened, dude? Uh, I just got it right in there, man. Blew the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, well, trust me, uh, we've smuggled out the blueprints routes and, and got them to the rebel forces. So uh, it's going to go down any day now. Oh, well, that sounds awesome. Uh, Gamertag says, uh, get Boneworks and he'll give me half the money. Ooh, that sounds like a good deal. That's a that's a done deal, bro. Um, hey, there you go, man. Yeah. Uh, that's... Uh, uh, Talk about spreading the holiday cheer, bro. That's paying it forward right there. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Absolutely. All right. So uh, PSVR. There is a ton of great PSVR deals here, but let me just remind those of you uh, who have been with us for a while and inform those of you who maybe are new to the channel how we do free stuff and killer deals. I, I don't ever mention the same sale two weeks in a row all right so if something was on sale last week and we, we mentioned it on the program i'm not going to bring it up again this week i don't want to be repetitive like that so such is the case here with the playstation vr sale 
literally all of my favorite PlayStation VR games are on some of the best prices I've ever seen them. But with that said, we went through all of them last week. So I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, I will say that the that that sale is still going on. If you're interested in exactly what titles are on sale and don't want to go look at the uh, website, you can just scroll back to uh, last week's Virtual Strangers 85, and uh, we have a segment where we're detailing these. But, uh, you know, titles like, you know, Astrobot, Farpoint, uh, Until Dawn, Russia Blood, Here They Lie, Resident Evil 7, all of the best PSVR games are on crazy low uh, prices right now. And uh, if you guys need to bolster your library, there's never been a better time to do it than right now. You know what's funny, Wes, is you like you were saying you weren't going to go over any of those games again, which I that's the first that I heard and actually makes a lot of sense. Um, but I thought the same way because I didn't pull any of those scenes either. I was just thinking we already just went over those. Uh, so how how awesome is it that great minds uh you really do think alike so. yeah yeah we don't uh we don't we don't uh we don't tell people about the sale the same sale two weeks in a row also something else that you all need to be aware of i won't keep bringing up the same game across different platforms so uh for example if uh say like um thumper is on sale on the oculus store and then it's also on sale on steam and it's also on sale on playstation i'm not going to keep bringing it up uh the fact is is that most of these multi-platform games if they're on sale on one platform they're probably on sale on all of them so if you hear me mention it on any of these and you're saying damn it i wish that was the case on my platform go check it out it probably is on sale on your platform too. Yeah, and if you really want to know, uh, the best way to know is to um, to look at the Patreon notes because they've got all those listed notes in there, very detailed of all the sales, right? So, yeah, well, that, that's kind of one of the things that uh, you know we give all our patrons ac access to our weekly show notes, and most of it, you know, most of my stuff's copied and pasted from. Uh, upload vr from uh, vr focus from a couple of other vr news websites uh but when you get to the end and you get to the reminders this is all stuff that uh, i've done by hand so i feel like it's one of the things that really uh adds the most value to getting these notes is the free stuff and killer deals each week uh something that i completely do on my own and uh yeah i feel like uh, you're exactly right i feel like a lot of the value of our weekly show notes is the free stuff and killer deals. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, Andrew Kiro's checking in, uh, digging the, uh, the background as well. Yeah. I had I, two to choose from. I'm glad I picked this one. People seem to like it. I'd love to watch you take off right now. That'd be awesome. <laughs> anyway. Um, the Epic game store free game this week is a game called mud runner. It's an off road, uh, flat game uh absolutely free and freeze free right yeah i need i haven't checked out my epic games this week i need to check them out uh there's also a black friday sale going on on the epic game store just like everywhere else uh tetris effect 24 dollars uh roots i mean uh wouldn't be a virtual strangers episode if we didn't come up with some excuse to talk about tetris effect right yeah 
Well, especially with I uh, just watching it and just blown away how the, the particle effects, man. Uh, this is definitely a, a no-brainer. And then one of the biggest gripes about this game was the cost. Well, now you can get it for 24 bucks, right? So Can't beat that. Yeah. Uh, one of the better VR mods that came out this year, uh, the Outer Wilds Roots, $16 on the Epic Games Store. Yeah, I need to get back into that. That's actually a really good deal. Yeah. And you know, the, I installed that one right before I sold my graphics card out of my computer. Uh, so it's ready to go, Roots. I never have booted into it yet, but I've got it ready to go with the uh, mod installed and everything. It's perfect for you, Wes. It was almost too much for me because it is absolutely 100% a puzzle game. There's a lot of shit going on in there, and uh, I felt overwhelmed in the first day. So I think you'll be right in there, <laughs> right on the right in the swing of things. Uh, VR Spry guy saying, where is Jim? You know, we're talking about Jim Hall's favorite game, and he's not here to comment on it. I haven't seen him for over a week or maybe two weeks. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Jim. Hope he's okay. I've talked to him a, a couple of times, you know, trying to help him uh, Christmas shop, you know, trying to help him get the deal, bro. I, I just figure I must have snapped at him in multiplayer or something because I just, he's just disappearing. It's possible. Probably. Yeah, probably. Shiz, shiz happens, Bruce. <laughs> I get very serious about my multiplayer sometimes, especially if I feel comfortable with that person. I try to tell people that, like, if I'm shorter with you than I am with a stranger, that's a good thing. That means I consider you closer than a stranger, um, you know? So, I try. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Neato Burrito, I don't think I'm willing to pay more than $10 for Tetris. Dude, this isn't just Tetris, and that's mm -hmm. all I'm going to say about it. Uh, this is not just Tetris. Yeah, well, 24 bucks, man, you know, and if you have that $10 coupon still, you could get it for 14 bucks, or does it have... Uh, I think the coupons are expired, oh, man. I, I went in and I put something in my cart last night to see if it popped up. Nothing there, so... Son of a bitch, I want... I used yeah, mine, right. so I'm good. Absolutely. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe, probably the funniest game I've ever played, Roots, $18. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, it's definitely uh, one of my favorite games, and it definitely has a better implementation of a jetpack than Star Wars Galaxy, Tales from the Galaxy. In my opinion, that the chair is better in this game than the jetpack chair that they try to say is a jetpack. They're very similar, but the the, uh, the chair does get a little, uh, a little higher, I think. <laughs> yeah, you get to go up a couple spots and s swivel around. That's what's cool. This game actually is one of the best platformers. I mean... If even if you take aside the story, you take aside the the um the commentary and the the the, the wit, um, it just feels good. It's a good game. So, all right, uh, so uh, we're coming down to it here. We're gonna pick it up. Uh, anything we we mention uh, here, really, we should just uh, give it a line and move on, because uh, I really do want to get through all of these, and there's a lot. Uh, Journey Roots, one of the best, if not the best, Warpix experience I've ever had. Ten dollars. That's a good deal. It's amazing. Beautiful game too, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. It was really fun, man. And uh, I had a special moment with somebody else, and we've actually talked after, and uh, it was cool. So. Absolutely. Operencia, the Stolen Sun, just came to VR. A classic RPG. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's a good deal. Uh, Paper Beast, another beautiful game and a very unique experience. A steal at $12. That is a steal. Yeah, I think that's definitely 12 bucks all day. Absolutely. So those 
were all deals from the Epic Game Store. So we're not even into the VR stores yet, but uh, you'll be able to certainly access the VR mode of any one of those games if you pick it up from Epic. So, yeah. Yes, yes, Drew. Yes, we're we're getting there, bro. That that'll be in the Oculus uh, link section, coming right up. First, we're going to talk about Oculus Quest Roots uh, Virtual Desktop, kind of a, a must-have for anybody who has a Quest, right? Sixteen dollars. Yeah, even if you're not going to try to wirelessly stream it, it's a really good program to um to watch uh, videos in, 3D especially. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to play wireless got to have it and plus it's it's just be cool to be able to access your disc desktop in general yeah yeah that's true even if you're i mean you could be do a lot of people forget about flat games it's a great way to play flat games in vr uh 11 table tennis uh pretty much the consensus best ping pong game in uh vr 16 dollars ping pong you know i haven't ping played pong. that i haven't had a chance to say that for a while um i i need to play that i want to i haven't played 11 table tennis for a long time and it was good when I played it. So, yeah, this is the one title that's actually, you know, I'm I'm spent. I don't have money to buy games right now. I've bought so much hardware, uh, but this is the one that's really got me thinking hard because I don't have this. I know I have shared copy of it, but it's a multiplayer game. You need to have your own copy. Uh, and plus, I want it on Quest, and it's sixteen dollars. So, huh? this is the one that's really tempting me. Good deal. Uh, in Death Unchained, we already mentioned it as being one of the best games on Oculus Quest. $24. It's a new game. Uh, you know, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, $24 is a steal. Agreed. Uh, the Climb, a game that uh, is absolutely beautiful. Cross-buy title. This game was $40 forever, Roots. It's $20 today. I was just about to say, there's a couple titles out there that have been 40 forever. And uh, this is also cross-platform or cross-buy, right? So you can have it on both platforms if you do have the uh, the link one. So, Death Horizon Reloaded just added co-op mo mode route. So uh, if any of you out there are getting tired of playing Arizona Sunshine but uh, love blowing up zombies' heads, uh, fourteen bucks is all you got to uh, got to pay for this one. Yeah, it's a good deal. It's a good comparison too. Very, very uh, Arizona Sunshine esque. If you've played through that game and you want more, that's a good game for it. Absolutely. Uh, Lies beneath. We already talked about one of the very best horror games in VR. Uh, certainly one of the very best. And another cross by title roots. Um, Twenty one dollars. That's worth it all day long, for sure. Uh, Journey of the Gods. A very underrated game, in my opinion. A lot of people wrote it off because it was the first big uh, example of questicle <laughs> graphics. Uh, but very, very fun gameplay and some of the best audio design I've ever seen in VR. Um, $21 and worth it all day. I feel like I need to go back into that, Wes, because you and Alex and everybody said the same thing. And I just, it never, I never, it never really grabbed me like it did everybody else. So... Uh, I, I highly recommend it. The, the, and it. And it gets better as it goes. And one uh, level is different from the last level. Like, it, it's really cool. And it's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Uh, Down the Rabbit Hole. Uh, a cool game. Uh, a, an enchanting story and a, a surreal environment. $14. Yeah, it's worth that all day. 
Uh, uh, Roots is baby. Autica cross by twenty bucks. Can't beat that. Yeah, you know what can beat that? I don't like this trailer, Wes. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I feel like the angles that they picked for it were bizarre. Um, like you can't even see the notes. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, this is definitely a good, definitely worth it. I know somebody said they picked it up all um, recently, right? They said that they uh, that they um, just picked this up finally. So. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not so sure, but, uh, good for them if they did. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Apex Construct, well, one of the best archery adventures in VR, uh, 13 bucks, another cross-buy title. Uh, I think that, uh, it's hard to pass up, uh, the standalone version for 13 bucks. It's, uh, Quest 2 Enhanced, and, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, especially if you haven't played through it and you want a little bit of, um, batman speak voice right it sounds like the the guy from the that yeah. does the batman so. yes it does yeah <laughs> uh rush one of the best uh multiplayer games in vr dude uh you want to go you ever wanted to just jump off a cliff but not die <laughs> well you can do it with rush for only 13 dollars yeah and race your friends for there sure uh ninja legends roots one of those games that we have long speculated is probably better as in standalone uh finally on sale for 13 dollars. Yeah, that's a good deal i need to play that standalone i have not tried that on uh on my quest 2 yet so. uh action pack to wrap to wrap up the uh the oculus quest segment uh we have the oculus quest action pack which consists of three games roots uh, for $60, so it averages out to about $20 per game. Uh, but three bangers here, man, in Pistol Whip, uh, Phantom Covert Ops, Trover Saves the Universe, uh, 60 bucks. you know, three awesome games. You can't go wrong with that. Man, I look at those packs, and I wonder, like, some of those packs are like $250, bucks, and I'm like, who the hell? I guess if yeah, you... No, right? I just could never imagine because I'm I'm there's gonna be games in there I don't want in a in a big pack anyway. But man, that's a lot. Sixty bucks is a good deal for that, but some of those bigger ones were just crazy. Yeah, I agree. Some of the ones on uh, Steam are nuts. Yeah. Uh Alex VR says, I love Apex Construct. It's a good title to sink your teeth into. Agreed, sir. Um Meow, Meow the Gamer Cat. I love Ninja Legends standalone. Uh, you're not the first person to say that. Uh, I liked it on PC. Um, so, yeah, uh, I got to imagine the way that those guys come at you from all directions, uh, probably better as standalone. You know who loves it uh, when guys come at them from all directions, Roots? My mom! Yeah, I heard that about her. I heard the rumor, I though. Get, <laughs> I had to get one in there before the end of the, yeah. the, uh, before the, end of the show. Um, anyway, that brings us to the Oculus Link Store Roots, and I gotta say, Steam has more titles, but I think uh, Oculus Link Store wins the, the cake on just the number of quality titles that they have at all-time low prices. Um, and Drew, pay attention. This is what you've been waiting on. This is the section. Uh, super hot. Of course, I hate bringing it up. People don't buy it, but it's $12 if you don't have it. Uh, be sure to get it. Um, Lone Echo Roots. Here's one of those that go on sale once a year. Must own title. 20 bucks. 20 bucks, you said, right? 
Yeah, 20 no, I, bucks thought you, I thought you said it sounded like two bucks for a second there, and I was like, oh, fuck, man. I need to go buy another copy. I already own it, but for 20 bucks, there's there are certain titles out there that everybody watches because um, they're so expensive, but they're the, the best of Oculus, and this is one of them, right? So if you can get it for half price, uh, now's the time. Uh, absolutely. And I'm going to skip around here a little bit because I literally, I have five minutes and I'm not going to get through them all. So I'm going to pick a few of the highlights here. Roots, uh, we just mentioned it. Uh, Edge of Nowhere for $5 is a stupid good deal. This is one of my top uh, wish list games from Insomniac going to Sony. I hope it comes out on PlayStation because this game deserves a lot more attention than it got. Yeah, it's one of the best um, best games I've played in VR hands down best platformer as well uh wilson's heart dude is only nine bucks this game has an all-star cast of actors like rosario dawson and michael b jordan just to name a couple uh this is one of the best examples of storytelling in vr it's a nice spooky um spooky story uh and top-notch you know uh triple a level of uh polish on this title uh kind of uh, a no-brainer at nine bucks right yeah the story is good too you know i really enjoyed it so yeah yeah it's it's great it's one of one of the few uh, uh that i've actually uh, played straight through this game i loved it so much I, I didn't stop playing it when i started yeah for sure uh defector dude uh a, a game that um is kind of pc's version of blood and truth uh, not quite on the level of Blood and Truth, but then again has other aspects over Blood and Truth. Like uh, it's not node-based. You can go around anywhere you want to in it and uh, has uh, branching narrative points, which do affect the story and your path through the game, giving it some replayability. Uh, 10 bucks for Defector Roots, uh, a steal. Yeah, 20 bucks was a steal. 10 bucks is a no-brainer for sure. Uh, Delirium Drew VR says, looks like I'm buying all of them. Yes, Drew, every title that you've asked me about has been uh, a very good title to great. Very good to great. And uh, and then when you look at the prices, I mean, pretty much anything that says Oculus Studios on it, you should buy. And because uh, they're all on great deals. For example, Stormland Roots is 20 bucks. Uh, have we seen Stormland go on sale yet? I don't think so. And somebody was just telling me they just picked it up for the first time. I think it was um, Eric Masher uh, 5 and um, picked up a couple of other games to Edge of Nowhere before it even, I had already just told him how good it was before it went on sale. And I think he might have picked it up before it was 5 bucks, but I'm not sure. If so, I feel sorry, Eric. Return that shit and then buy it back. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I'm going to mention Guns and Stories Bulletproof again just because it's such a good title for newbies and it's so cheap at $3. I put my dad into this title, Roots, and he, he had a blast. Oh, I bet. That's such a good... I, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed... Um, it was actually somewhat difficult and it was different. Um, I really enjoyed my time in, in that game. Uh, really quick, just reading off uh, the list here. Zing the Land Beyond, 10 bucks, Stupid cheap. A paranormal activity, the lost soul, six bucks. Oh wow! Uh, Free diver, Triton down four bucks, and uh, Root Shadow Point, another uh, big title from uh, Oculus Studios, uh, ten bucks. I mean, bargain basement price for that one. Yeah, that's a good deal, Patrick Stewart. So, 
Path, Path of the Warrior, a very fun co-op beat-em-up game is 10 bucks. Okay. That's a good deal. Uh, Transference Roots, uh, I mean, shit, dude. This is $5. And for those of you wondering if Transference is any good, um, this game came out in uh, like like three years ago, back when $20 was a triple AVR game. This game came out for $30, and it's a two- to three-hour experience, and I was happy to pay $30 at the time for it. Uh, it's five bucks. It's a crazy, uh, crazy great deal. Yeah, that's a steal. Five bucks. Uh, Phantom Covert Ops, 21 bucks. Cross buy. Uh, pick that one up as well. Yeah. Uh, Jupiter Grod, one of the sleeper titles of 2020, uh, a steal at $13. Yeah, that's a really good deal. And uh, I think that's all the big highlights that I want to point out on the Oculus Link store really quickly, just to grab a few out of the Steam store uh, right before we sign off. Half-Life Alex, $45. Boneworks, $24. Uh, Dirt Rally 2, 6 bucks. Fallout 4 VR is 15 uh, there, there's a list here a mile long. I don't have time to get through them. Uh, I'm going to post them in, uh, in just a, uh, within an hour or two, I'll have them posted up on the discord so that you guys can go through and see all of the individual deals because friends, we are out of time. Yep. Now is the time to get these games. So for sure. Yeah. Check out the list and, uh, enjoy. Absolutely. There are games that are on sale today that are not going to be on sale by Tuesday and you won't see them on sale again until this time next year. Triple A, the best games in VR, uh, they're all on sale right now. Uh, you, I, if, if you're new to VR, I would fully support you, you know, dropping down a hundred, two hundred dollars on games right now and just building a library because the prices are cheap enough to where you can build an extensive library uh, for not very much money at all. Yeah, absolutely. And Drillo says he just got back into Fallout 4 VR, still top five best VR games we have. And I agree. It's uh, it's on the top of my to-do list because uh, I want to try it on the 3080, right? I want to try it with the real powerful GPU behind it to push it. Uh, so I'll be getting to it. You know, I'm not going to say I'm going to get to it this week, but within the next month, I'll be going back into this game and checking it out. Yeah, for sure. You got the hardware, bro. I want to hear how good it is. And amazing and smooth, buttery smooth. Everybody loves to hear buttery smooth. Uh, coming to a uh, Monday show near you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, dude, there's there's a lot more great sales to uh, talk about. Did I get? Did I miss any titles really quickly? If somebody wants to uh, know if we uh, we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, Kronos. throw it in the uh, chat really quickly, and we'll we'll try to answer you. But um, with that said, friends, uh, uh, I guess we need to uh, run through the outro, right? <laughs> uh, give us the clicks. Click all the buttons. Please subscribe if you're new to the channel. Click the bell to keep up with all of our weekly content. Uh, of course, we've already told you about the Discord and the Patreon. Links in the description to those. And uh, what else, Roots? Am I missing anything? Uh, nothing. Just somebody said uh, they were surprised we didn't mention Kronos in the sales, which is an amazing game as well. Definitely must have. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I missed Kronos. I didn't I didn't get that in there. Um, dude, I could, I could keep going. I could keep going. Uh, but I don't have time. With that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, 